0: Okay, okay, it's Wednesday again. Another movie crossed off the list. This time we watched Adaptation, and I'll say this straight off the bat, Nicolas Cage is severely underrated, dude. I know, Nicolas incredible. Cage is sick, dude. Like, what? <laughs> he
1: was amazing in this he movie. He was so good in this movie. Okay, but first, I have something I want to talk about before we get into the movie. Go ahead. So, we both took trips this weekend. And I noticed that on both of my flights on the way to my destination on the way back, I was hardcore judging people on their content that they were, like, viewing <laughs> on the plane. Dude, okay, so on the way there, the lady in the row in front of me was literally reading an erotic novel. And I'm like, everybody on the plane, like, you're just you you're see, sitting yeah. so close to everybody. Like, I could read it and... I can't even repeat how like graphic <laughs> this was. And I'm like, you're really reading this on the plane no right way. now, packed in sardines with people? <laughs> I could not believe it. And then the dude well, next to me. D- to be fair, I feel like I've probably watched I've definitely
0: watched some movies where there's some titties on the plan. Yeah, but a whole erotic novel, it was <laughs> yeah. like page after page after page. I was like, But you don't Are know, you maybe serious? maybe that was just at the good part of the novel. Maybe that was at the steamy <laughs> part and she could of put it down. You mean the
1: climax? The climax, yes. <laughs> and then on the way back, the dude next to me was like playing some shitty mobile game like it was some like it was one of those like game loft racing games you know and then i literally watched him buy the plain wi-fi so that he could pay to win and he still lost the thing he bought the plain (laughs) wi-fi to pay to win yeah but he bought the paint the plain wi-fi to pay for the in-game currency then he's still lost now. Like. <laughs> now I'm kind of wishing I didn't sleep during
0: my flights. <laughs> I wish I kind of just, I had the, okay. So my way out, I had the entire aisle to myself. Oh, that's which so was nice. nice. And then on the way back, I had a seat that was in
1: between us. So, mm. nothing. so I was,
0: I was like sprawled out and like taking a nap. See, I was in
1: the middle seat both times. Yeah. In between that's rough. People. That's rough. Yeah. I've been there
0: before where you're just between
1: two like fucking big dudes. And you're just like, well, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then I was like, all right, do I really have the uh, the right to be judging people on their content? Because then I realized I watched the latest episode of She-Hulk on my flight too, so yeah, I, was, I, was, I was probably getting <laughs>
0: judged as well. I was just about to say, I was like, it's kind of like when I was at work and I overheard that one lady be like, man, the She-Hulk show is so <laughs> good. And I texted you immediately, i I'm like, oh, you won't believe that. I, someone actually, there's a fans out there, there's fans people who actually enjoy like that type of content
1: well at the time of recording this the next episode is going to have daredevil it's confirmed so maybe it will get better <laughs> i think so i think it will i'm very excited for daredevil officially in the mcu um i do want to do
0: t- two quick shout outs so i went to austin Great city. Oh, nice. Um, so I'm I'm from Colorado, born and raised. I'd, I'd never heard of a kolache before. Have you heard of a... Do you know what a kolache is? I do not is? know
1: what a kolache is.
0: So apparently this is something like they go and get like donuts and kolaches. And it's like this like roll. Like, I don't know, like this buttered roll and inside is just a sausage and cheese. And you can get it with like jalapenos and stuff. It's super simple, but it was delicious. And I'm really sad we don't have them out here.
1: What like type of food is that? Like... What uh? Breakfast?
0: I don't know. There's like really nice ones. There's because it's. I guess it's a thing in the morning. You get donuts and kolaches.
1: Hmm. What like? Where does that come from? Like. No
0: idea. Okay. Absolutely no idea. All I know is I had it <laughs> and I was like, "This is incredible. I wish we had this."
1: How do you spell it? K O L A C H. I think. Kolache. That one. Oh, maybe I should just let it go. Kolachi is a. Oh no, that is not. That is not how you spell it. <laughs> Wait, let, me, let me try if anybody knows what a kolache is Please let us know in the comments or where it's from if you got if you if you got the kolachi lore, let us know
0: Look one of the first things that come up is a, a donut store when I looked up kolachi. kolache food Kolache roll, Kala- okay, it's spelled K O L A C H a kolachi is a type of sweet pastry that holds a portion of fruit surrounded by puffy dough that's not what I had. Okay, but here's a picture of it. Look, there's ones that's like it's kinda like a glorified pigs in a blanket. Mm. Okay. Okay, yeah, that makes I, sense. I think that's a better way to describe it. But okay. it's really good. Also, the second thing I wanted to uh just quickly shout out my friend has a really good beer blog um called Holden a Beer, as in like Holden Caulfield, like the guy from Catcher in the Ray. His name's Holden. Get it, Hold on a beer. Um, but he knows his stuff, he showed me some great beers around and he has amassed a good following on there i'm proud of him it's cool just yeah. wanted to throw that out there really quick
1: go check out holding the beer everybody yeah
0: exactly <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah good trip cool great movie i was not expecting to enjoy this movie yeah should we jump I,
1: into the movie yeah i i loved it yeah i also really really enjoyed it i was pretty like Engaged like the first like minute of the movie to... when when it started like just at the very beginning. I was like oh Are we gonna have enough to talk about but I think there's definitely enough, there's to, talk definitely enough to talk about to talk about So if you're wanting to watch
0: this movie, I mean, I feel like not many people I feel like we're above the rest on the, how many Nicolas Cage films We've watched Um So I feel like this one's probably not as well known mm-hmm, but If you're getting into the movie, one thing you should know, which I was confused, because for me, I would just pop in movies or like if I hear from recommendations. What you want to know is it's about, and you correct me if I'm wrong, this is just my Spark Notes. It's about Mm -hmm. the writer of the movie. It's like Charlie Kaufman. Charlie Kaufman and his brother Donald, Mm -hmm. Donald Kaufman. So it's about Charlie Kaufman writing this script about like this. this girl's relationship with this one guy who's like really into flowers like cultivating flowers mm-hmm. and it's a really hard script to write and it's just kind of like going through that process and it jumps like back and forth between like how he's writing it and then like how the events played throughout the book that he's like writing it's very meta it's it's a, it sounds like a lot but like it's very engaging and the dialogue and it's funny like the it's even meta going in it when it's like never do voiceovers but the voiceovers were so good
1: yeah well uh my very first note was this movie is proof that you can write a screenplay about anything and have it be interesting as long as you're creative enough like Mm -hmm. and like you said like they he goes to the screenwriting class which i do want to talk about more in depth later but like he does say like no voiceover but like you can have voiceover if it's yeah. like done well and has a purpose. The first you thing know? I
0: thought of was like Fight Club.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that's a good point. It's like that whole movie is voiceover. Yeah, true. Shawshank Redemption. Kind mm-hmm. of, I
1: don't know. So how familiar are you with uh, Not at all. Charlie Kaufman? Not at all. Not at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me as well. It makes me want to watch more of his stuff because he's yeah. a really creative guy. I've seen... I've seen his newest film. It's called I'm Thinking of Ending Thing. They think it's a Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he wrote Eternal Shun- Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I have
0: watched that movie. Okay. Yeah.
1: But so I actually like... That's the one
0: with Jim Carrey? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. And um, so we've talked about that I have the gigantic Blu-ray collection. And I do have two other Charlie Kaufman movies in the collection that I haven't seen. It's a... Uh, being John Malkovich and key New York, which
0: I've heard Being John Malkovich is really good.
1: Mm-hmm. And the the movie opens with uh like Voice, a voiceover. Well, it was uh, <laughs> well, it was them like on set with Being John Malkovich. And that's oh, how they introduced, like, yeah. that Nicolas Cage was playing Charlie Kaufman, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and this, Donald Kaufman. And like Donald one Kaufman. Thing. He
0: plays two characters. He does play this, two characters. Which is, like, it's kind of funny saying it out loud, but then you watch the movie. And, like, that's one of the things I wrote in my notes was, like, when I first saw it, I, I asked you, I was, like, is that, like, is he playing two different characters right now? Because I was a little thrown off. But um, they never feel out of place. The way they're shot together never feels like
1: one's. Cut poorly into the other Mm -hmm. shot or anything. It works really, really well. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the shots of them together are done, like, extremely well. Like, there were some points that I was like, how did they do that? Like, the. When they were were in the 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 party. For me. Oh, leaning on the log. That's a good one. I was thinking about at the party scene where. Donald is talking to Maggie Gyllenhaal's character and they like they literally like cross over each other and I'm like, yeah. where's the line that <laughs> like where's like, the
0: mask or they whatever? They feel even though he they're both played
1: by Nicolas Cage, they
0: feel like two different
1: characters. Yeah, it's down. awesome. Yeah. So yeah, like we said, it's about um it's literally about Charlie Kaufman's experience trying to adapt this book called The Orchid Thief, which is a real book written by, um, her name's Susan something, but played by Meryl Streep in the character. And it's just about him trying to figure out how to write the script. And at the same time, his brother Donald is also wanting to be a screenwriter. And I loved that his script was just like the most (laughs) generic script you've ever heard. He even mentions a dance, like having a dance number in his script. Yep. Yep. He was really funny. It was um,
0: when I looked up the description on like IMDb or something. It was like a something whatever comedy film, and I was like, yeah, it was funny. I did actually laugh out loud, but I don't. Th- I would not describe it as a comedy.
1: No, I, I would also not say it was a comedy, it, it, but it is very funny. Yeah,
0: and it's it's funny. Like the one thing they talk a lot about in the movie is how he's like, oh, I'm not very good at structure, and another fucking kind of thing on meta. And I don't know if I'd say it was bad structure. I thought the structure was good, but like. It was good because it was so chaotic, as weird as that is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just, it's a weird way to de- like, I don't know, that may not be describing it well or scratching the surface, but like.
1: I, I thought that like, what, I think one of the things that really helps the structure of this movie is that like the transitions are really good. Like when it, it's like he's he sits down to start writing and then you see like it cuts to Meryl Streep and what she's doing with the John LaRoche character mm-hmm. or um shoot i had another one in my head that was like a really good transition but i can't remember but yeah like just the way they transition between the the a plot and the b plot mm-hmm. is done very well and i feel like that helps helps you stay connected in what's going on i guess i was invested yeah. in every character yeah me in every too. single
0: character they're all great the, the, the flower cultivist
1: the writer and obviously the the two re-
0: the two screenwriters
1: <laughs> mhm i liked um there were like a bunch of the cutaway shots too which i thought were awesome like the uh life beginning from nothing you know yeah. like the beginning of everything mhm and then like there were some good charles darwin cuts also
0: all the shots of the flowers were really well done. Like the yeah. bee
1: flying around and yeah, cultivating yeah, yeah. the
0: flowers. I was like, that looked like something out of like National Geographic.
1: And then I I also wrote my notes at the very last shot when it like cranes down and like shows the flowers like blooming and closing like, up. Yeah, I'm that blooming. like speed like, lapse or time yeah. lapse of like the flowers on the road. And the whole time he's talking about like he wants to show how beautiful flowers are and everyone's like... Are flowers beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. cuz they definitely were successful in showing that flowers are pretty beautiful and essential to fucking life. I would say like I have a, I have a
0: deeper appreciation of flowers due to this movie.
1: Just like we have a deeper appreciation for Nick Cage. Oh yes. It was <laughs> Dude, it
0: all came full circle. <laughs> we walked out of this season with two two lessons. Dude. Flowers are cool, and Nick Cage. Is cool. So
1: Nicholas Cage. Uh, okay, so
0: this we are all right. We haven't spoiled much. I want to say I know we say this a lot, but actually, big time spoilers. Yeah, and also for you this should... movie because you should watch this. This was like, I'll, I'll, this is my how I'll recommend it. After we watched the movie, I put it on my list of favorite movies. And I don't Wow. Do
1: that okay. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, you should go watch it. It's on HBO. It's super easy. At, mm-hmm. at the time of recording this, it's on HBO. Mm-hmm. So, go watch it.
0: Nicholas Cage is on my list of favorite movies. I was thinking about that. I was like, <laughs> Favorite you know, actors? I, nah, well, he's he's on a list of favorite movies. So you know oh,
1: oh, like. he's on a list of favorite movies. I do see you do, do that? I have a saying? list
0: on my phone that's all my favorite movies. Because anytime
1: I'm like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and stuff you need to watch and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? We kind of touched on. I, I, I said that Clerks used to be my favorite movie during the Clerks episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This movie... It's definitely not my favorite, favorite movie. I'd say it's top 10, maybe. Maybe top 15. Top 50, at least. (laughs) Top 50. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, the the ratings aren't as high as I thought they'd be on IMDb, to be honest. It's like a 7.7 or something. Yeah. So... I think this is not a movie you watch with your friends, either.
0: Yeah. if If you're looking to watch something and, like, really appreciate...
1: The films. art of filmmaking. The art of filmmaking. <laughs> and
0: screenwriting. And screenwriting. Then you would really enjoy this movie.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I guess we can um, get into some spoilers. Was this real? Was the ending real? <laughs> no, the <laughs> ending was not real. So, his brother's still alive. Right? His brother is a completely fictitious character. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have a brother? Okay. No, he does not have a brother. I... I tried to look it up in the middle of this, and it's crazy because even though his the brother is credited at the beginning of the movie as one of the screenwriters, like, mm-hmm. and then also at the very end of the credits, after the fucking blurb from the script that the brother was writing, it says, in loving memory of Donald Kaufman at the yeah. end. So like... They really did go all all out. But yeah. This movie's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know that it, it is very hell?
0: cool. Um, all right. Sorry. I, I've asked this again. What's the writer's name one with? It's Kaufman, Donald. Charlie, Charlie, Kaufman. Charlie Kaufman. And Donald's the fake one. Yeah. Charlie yeah. Kaufman. I have to remember that. So I'm, I might be a Charlie Kaufman fan after watching this.
1: We should definitely check out Being John, Malto- Being John Malkovich and Synecdoche, New York in future podcast episodes, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but yeah, so mm, a lot of things are real in this. Like it really was about his like struggles with in trying to adapt this movie. Uh adapt the book. I mean, um like he I guess it did really experience a lot of writer's block when it came to um adapting the book and so the brother is fake and the the like the last act is fake. Okay. Which and i think most of the characters are actually real people because in the in the end credits when it says like the special thanks section like tilda swinton's character's name is thanked um the the acting coach guy is thanked but i don't know they also could be fake people because also it says in yeah. loving memory for donald Kaufman. so they they might not be real but they could be real but like, I'm pretty sure like John LaRoche is actually a real person and like Meryl Streep's character is actually a real person. Yeah. <laughs> so is Charlie Kaufman. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but I, I like- I like movies like this where you can like just
0: talk about like the weird intricacies of it. Like not- so, uh, There's just a lot to
1: it. Dude, I so I loved when- So he goes to the um, acting coach's class or the screenwriting coach's class and- Like, there's all this voiceover of him, like, thinking about what he's talking about and then – or thinking about what's going on in his head. And then the screenwriting coach actually goes, like, any asshole can put voiceover to – show what the character's thinking Mm -hmm. like literally right at that moment do you think
0: he was like passively aggressively or passive aggressively like talking shit on people who told him that in the past (laughs) look i can do it and make it work (laughs) yep yep and then like specifically saying the movie's like look at these idiots saying you can't
1: (laughs) yeah 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 and then um and then uh when he goes to the he he goes and gets drinks with the acting coach and he's like blow him away in the third act make up something if you have to but like you just have to end the movie well yeah i was blown away in the third act the third act was crazy did you hear me like gasp when he got flown out the
0: window (laughs) yeah i was like oh my god like "Ah." (laughs) oh
1: and then when he goes dude i got shot isn't that crazy (laughs) yeah oh i i wrote that because uh, in each of these episodes, I I always want to ask what what was the best Nicholas Cage moment, and that was one of the things I wrote was, can't believe I just got shot, isn't that fucked up? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. But so when he's has when he is getting drinks with the screenwriting coach, he oh he also says, don't you dare do a goddamn Deus Ex Machina. And then a fucking deus ex machina happens with the crocodile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't you, even think about that. He still just yeah. pulls that. This movie is so
0: fucking meta. It's not meta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this is the most meta thing I've ever thought. But it's cool. Like, typically when I say meta, it's like, oh, that's kind of cheesy. And like, like
1: Rick and Morty. You yeah, know, like, like Rick and
0: Morty. Like, my intelligence is too... I can- <laughs> <laughs> you just don't
1: get you it. You're not understand. smart enough to understand Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, oh, and then the crazy thing, too, is, like, okay, so the title of the movie is Adaptation. It's about him trying to adapt the book. But then the John LaRoche character has the line, or like, in the middle of the movie that's, like, Adaptation is all about, like, finding one's place in this world. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's fucking what he does in the, yeah. <laughs> in the movie.
0: Dude, it's in this, it's, it honestly was, like, one of those movies for me, at least, where I walked away and I felt like I, like, I guess learn something, you know? I don't know. It's like one of those movies I walk away and I'm like, oh, you know, like I feel a little better after watching that movie. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we uh,
1: did gain some intelligence from
0: watching Maybe we did, movie. <laughs> yeah. Our flowers bloomed just like I love for Nicolas Cage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, that was... We We really did touch on most of my notes. Yeah. Um. Well, like I said, I was writing down some beautiful Nicolas Cage moments. My first one was when he it's from the party scene when he's talking to Maggie when Donald is talking I'm gonna to Maggie. Push, push into the push bush. Bush into the bush. Yeah. <laughs> that one. And then um when he like figures out that he's gonna put himself in the screenplay and he's like, Kaufman, fat, bald, repulsive, old. Yeah. <laughs> and he just like keeps repeating that. And then later when like him and Meryl Streep are fighting, she is like you're so old and fat, and then <laughs> yeah, and they're like he's like,
0: well, you're just a junk crazed bitch, crazy old lady. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. You're like yeah, <laughs> get him, Nick Cage. Tell him, tell him, <laughs> and then um, so this uh, I, I, everything we've talked about so far with best Nick Cage moments has been. Something funny because you know he's always over the top and yeah. does is doing something crazy, but I really thought he did a very good job with the part that was like, Um, you are what you love, not who loves you. I wrote that down you know? too. The that was line. a great line, I was
0: like, dude. That's what I'm saying. There's many lines in this where like I got like I felt it in the heartstrings, you know, it definitely pulled on the heartstrings
1: when they make you feel feelings. Yeah, I like when <laughs> movies
0: make me feel things. Um, this line because does... usually it's fucking anger and fucking <laughs> yeah. this, pissed this off fucking a... sucks <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> yeah now when I uh, recommended putting this movie on the list I was like oh I hope this one isn't boring
0: yeah
1: because <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen it I don't it was definitely not boring and you know what? there'll probably be boring
0: movies in the future that we watch mm-hmm. why well, they're either, either You or I, but this was one that I was really like happy to have watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to start adding more to the list. I need Google
1: Docs on my phone. I'm too lazy. I need, I think I add like two movies to it a day. I add so many movies to the list. I need to start doing that more. If if you want us to add any movies to the list of Podcrastinators episodes, please let us know with a five star
0: review or leave a comment (laughs) on our YouTube channel, which you could also go subscribe to.
1: But the five-star reviews will definitely carry more weight.
0: Honestly, you should just do both.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, I wanted to say another line that I thought was really good. It didn't come from Nicolas Cage, but I loved when um, Meryl Streep's character, I can't think of her name. It's like Susan. I can't think of her last name. And then John LaRoche were in the swamp looking for the ghost orchid. And she's like, John can I ask you a personal question? And he's like, no, we're not lost. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was a
0: great moment as well. There was a lot of really funny scenes throughout the entire movie.
1: (laughs) Charlie Kaufman is a very, very, very talented writer. And I
0: want to watch more of his stuff. Yeah. and See, I didn't know that either. And maybe I watched it when I was too young. But um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Mind. Yeah. Um,
1: I was not too into it. To be completely I don't honest. Even, it's been so long since I've seen it. Isn't it like kind of time travel-y in, in a way? I remember it being like a love story. It is a love story for sure. Oh, well, I guess we got added
0: to the list. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, great movie. Very happy to, to watch something like that. Nicolas Cage is fantastic. Um, keep an eye out for more episodes The next one.
1: Oh, yeah. Can we read the line that was at the end of the credits? Yeah. So, like we mentioned at the end of the credits, um, it has a line from Donald's screenplay. His... uh, Fake brother. Yeah, yeah. The fake brother. His, like, mystery screenplay, his thriller. Do you want to read it? I'll read it. All right.
0: We're all one thing, Lieutenant. That's what I've come to realize. Like cells in a body, except we can't see the body. The way fish can't see the ocean. And... and so we envy each other, hurt each other, hate each other. How silly is that? A heart cell hating a lung cell. Cassie from Ca- the three. Yeah, Cassie <laughs> is some fictitious character from a fictitious play named Three.
1: I just thought it would be interesting to read because probably not everybody lit or watched till t- t- the end of the credits. And yeah. Just a cool just another
0: little cherry on top. Little Easter show.
1: egg. Yep.
0: Um next week we watch Pig. Our last. Our final. Nicolas Cage. Unless we decide to just say "fuck it" and only watch Nicolas Cage episodes on this podcast,
1: this just becomes a Nicolas Cage movie podcast. (laughs) We'd have a lot of content. Yeah. And once it's done, we end ourselves. (laughs) There's nothing else to do. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Anyways, thank you for listening. Tune in next week
1: for the pig. Oh,
0: and um, don't worry, darling. Oh, yeah. Which will come out before pig.
1: Yeah, this will that'll come out way before.
0: Yeah. But at the time of recording this. Yeah, be on the lookout. Anyways, thanks for listening guys. Bye.
1: And check out Holding a Beer. And check out Holding a Beer. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>